Start learning how to manifest shit. No, I never quit saying shit, though, not knowing. I wasn't even. I didn't know that. They need to keep saying that about that. That's my problem I have with myself. Yeah. Not you. Don't have a problem with you. Everybody had a problem with me. Either I was too dark. Too bad, too active. I see you when you get back upstairs, baby. I'm going to get a little bit here. I'll be all right. I didn't get to go to my Blacksby healing meeting yesterday because I, I wasn't feeling well. I really wanted to try to make it, but I couldn't sit up at this chair in front of this screen how I was feeling. The doctor came by yesterday and uh, wasn't able to see meaning. That bothered me. Uh, I worry too much. Uh, steadily trying to hold everything together, you know. So she says to manifest. Start manifesting things. Stop downing myself. I've been having a stomach problem almost a year now. I'm getting kind of concerned now because they can either they they can't find what's wrong with me, or they know, and they just don't want to tell me until it's too late. Kind of like what they did to my great uncle, because we do have. Heart disease, heart failure, cancer in this family. Hold on, I gotta blow my nose. Got a little bit here in my lap. She makes these rants easier to do. But I hope the fellas don't think that I'm stepping out and not going to go to the meetings anymore. I simply wasn't feeling well yesterday. And it started Friday morning. Ran off Friday. Went to bed sick. Got up sick. I really was trying to make that meeting. Because like Nene says, I do need it and it does help. I got a great, a great collection of friends here on this platform and throughout the internet. 
it's just hard to breathe right now, y'all. It's really hard to breathe. She's already asked me twice, do I want to go to the hospital? And I don't do hospitals. So we're going to manifest good health for today. Stay on positive thinking. And you know, with, with a, a good woman like Nini is, I'm in good hands. But I'm, sometimes I just, I feel like I, I let my grandparents down. You know, and I ask myself every day, what type of person hires two nine-year-olds and a 10-year-old to run dope all over Detroit? I can only come up with a monster. You know, that motherfucker have both of his nephews his only nephews one was one year older than me he died of a heroin overdose thinking 05 his younger brother's still around but we don't have any contact because our union was put together out of in a poison pen way grown people hiring kids to run dope that's exactly why my mother sent him to hell and didn't spend out one day in jail sometimes I I think when they found out because it, it wasn't me that told the whole operation it was his younger nephew because at nine and shit, I really didn't think I was doing anything wrong. I was just dropping off packages, you know. They weren't checking kids on bicycles with backpacks back then. This is the early 80s. This is just when the crack era just started to pop off. Uh, the gunfights that I've seen. The bullets that I've dodged. I should have been dead a long time ago. But for some grace of God, I'm still here. And I'm glad I'm still here because people would have took advantage of my grandmother and my aunties if I wasn't here. And we can't have that. We, we, we just can't have that. Every day I think about my friend Daryl. Daryl was one of those uh, early 80, you know, crack dealers. But I never, ever passed judgment on him because I knew he wasn't able to get, you know, new shoes or a new sweat shoe, uh, sweat, the track suit, what we wore in middle school and 
So we had to sell dope to get it. You know, I was a little more fortunate because he stayed in the projects and I stayed in the subdivision. I always shared my shit with Daryl because he was like my brother. Then he really got deep into that crack dealing and we didn't hang out as much because I just, I didn't like the company that he kept. I didn't like being around base heads because they're so fucking unpredictable like a walking iceberg. Some shit went down in Detroit. And uh, Daryl thought he was being robbed, but it it wasn't a robbery. It was an undercover cop that didn't use any police jargon. I believe Daryl when he said that, because that's how low these motherfuckers are. They dirty. They dirty. And so Daryl popped him. The problem. Is that his face was seen. So before the cop expired, he told who shot him. Now, I wasn't given the full story of why I'm hiding my friend out because I said I didn't want to know. I just do my best to hide you here, there. And everybody that I knew that was a latchkey kid. And either their parents worked in the morning or in the afternoon or at the night. That's how we shuffled him around. And we did that for about, about a month. Then Daryl came over to the house. This would be the last time I seen him. Oh, he chewed the fat, you know. By that time, I already knew what was going on. I knew why we were hiding him. I just remember him saying, I'm not built for prison. He had a, a silver Kennedy dollar. He said his granddaddy gave to him. He always kept that. And I didn't know the signs of what people do before they commit suicide. And before he left, he gave me that dollar and said, hold it for me. And my dumb ass thinking, oh, he'll be back in an hour. Maybe I'll see him tomorrow. He went home after being gone for over a month. Went down in the basement where his room was. Got the sawed-off shotgun. And swallowed a sabbat. His sister Nini said he didn't have a head. There's just a body. Head was all over the wall. His sister's still fucked up from that. The mother's still fucked up from that. 
I'm still fucked up from that, and I still got this goddamn coin, and I can't spend it. I can't spend it. And when I got that call, just everything was real fucked up, man. I really hated police then because I blame if the cop wasn't trying to do something shysty, maybe he'd still be alive and Daryl will still be here too. But because cops are allowed to lie and play rough shot against the whole black community, they're rarely held accountable for their actions. I mean, look at this shit down in Tennessee. You got five black men that targeted one of their own. And was all set to lie about it, but these stupid motherfuckers didn't realize you're doing a crime up under a pole cam. We're going to see what's going to happen to them motherfuckers, but hey, I'm going to tell you how it's going to be. Them motherfuckers going straight to general population. There's not going to be protective custody for them. Nah. And if they want to save face, they should off themselves before they even get to the courtroom. Because it ain't going to be pretty behind that wall for none of them. And it doesn't even look like they're going to arrest the white boy that stunned this brother. Talking about, I hope they, what they say, stomp his ass. Oh, fat, porky pig looking white boy. Something got to give, though. Something got to give because, I mean, shit. Until white people are banned from holding any positions in law enforcement and punishment we're going to continue to have this problem now i know week before last i i told the fellas in the group to write down a number i was three numbers off so the real number of 2002 killings is 1176 i said 73 it's 76 want everybody write that number down and this time next year let's see if these motherfuckers start playing to beat that score because that's how demonic these motherfucking police agencies are i mean look where they morphed out of slave catchers these motherfuckers were invented with a highly anti-black sentiment then and they have now an even deeper anti-black sentiment now and they were just targeting, no, no, it wasn't just targeting black males because I've seen black females hanging in a, in the book of the American lynchings. They hung quite, quite a bit black women down south. Not so many up here up north, but 
down south it's uh so down south is a whole different animal even my grandfather said that you wouldn't have lasted down there because i don't see you taking yourself off the sidewalk if mr and mrs charlie walking towards you and walking the street no i wouldn't i wouldn't I'm at the age now that I have no motherfucking desire to make white people comfortable. A time of reckoning, of understanding. I mean, come on, man. These motherfuckers is trying to erase our history, man. And every black parent that I know, I've expressed to them how they need to find in support of black only homeschooling program. Now that you're gonna have some of those people, you can't do that. Yes, you can. The madrasas that the, the hobby dobby goes to school in, there ain't no Jews and no whites and no niggas in there. They're only hobby dobbies. That Torah school for them small hats, ain't no hobby dobbies, no white people, no niggas in there. Only small hat kids. So don't let nobody tell you we can't have just a black only homeschool. Oh, yes, the hell you can. And y'all need to do that because these motherfuckers is trying to erase you. Now we have Florida. And I just heard North Carolina is banning all motherfucking black history prior to 1970. What the fuck type of shit is that? Nah, nah, nah. See, they, we don't have to be in their schools. Hell, Brother Malcolm said, why would you let your, your enemy teach your child? It's really asinine if you ask. My, you got, you got, okay. I'm going to give this, this Oriental couple down the street. They're homeschooling their daughter. Her daughter was being picked on in the height of uh, the orange motherfucking president calling it the Kung Flu and all that. Yeah, she was getting a lot of, a lot of harassment and shit, so her parents pulled her out of the school. So they went about it and found, see, the, the wife doesn't work. The husband works, so... It's the wife that's teaching the daughter. If they can do it, we can do it for our kids. And frankly, it needs to be a mass exodus of all black. I don't care if you're a black immigrant. I don't care if you're FBA. Everybody needs to leave the white school system because it ain't no good. And this prison, the school to prison pipeline, man, that shit is for real. Let me show you how they get down with these kids up here. Now, they stop the kids from wearing street clothes. All the kids got to have an, a uniform, right? Now, the girls, they can, they can either wear a pantsuit or they can wear a skirt. It's their choice. Boys, slack, press shirt. Okay, here's the game that the school system plays with black kids. 
Now, mind you, five miles to the south, saying Flat Rock, suburb, white. Those kids don't have to wear uniforms. They're still wearing street clothes. But here's the, here's the explanation why they said that. They say that our kids are wearing too much Gucci and shit like that. And it was getting, things were getting stolen from other kids, you know. I didn't see that. I think, I'm calling all cap on that. They made that shit up. Because motherfuckers weren't even stealing people's shoes. Now, they were stealing and killing people for them starter jackets. But that, that, that was a long time ago. They ain't even doing that now. But they still stealing these damn Jordans. And I've never ever ever bought or even wanted to own a pair of jordans just for the simple fact that i know how much money this motherfucker has invested in these private prisons look it up look it up fuck jordan fuck them goddamn shoes so glad and kyrie Walked away from Nike. I won't be buying nothing, Nike. Oh, hold on. She wants to be picked up. Uh-huh. What you want? Hmm. You want some attention? Okay. No, Lily, I'm not giving you another treat. Now, your mama just gave you a treat. Move. Move. Go lay back down, girl. She just ate and she wants a treat. Boy, you're as pretty as you can be, but boy, you a greedy girl. Yeah, I'm talking to you. She knows I'm talking to her, so now she on her hind legs and stuff, and she got her front paws up like, like she's begging for something. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you. Yeah, because you are you a comet. Straight up comet. He got into a fight yesterday. I had to put my foot in between both of them and stuff. And that was kind of my fault. Because the nurse came in to see my auntie. So we had to bring both the dogs up. So we had to bring their food up too. Uh, When we feed them downstairs, we feed them in two different rooms. Because both of them are territorial about their food. Okay, so I brought them up. Not thinking little bit went past Lily's plate and that started the fight no fur no blood just a lot of biting and all that but everybody's all right so Nini we won't be doing that no more and she's smaller than Lily but this little dog she was holding her ground she's got spunk definitely she has spunk Yeah, my grandma would have liked you. Just a little fact that you're just so tiny. Yeah, let's pop this girl. Yeah, she'll just sit in my lap for hours if I let her. She's content. She's content. 
granddaddy said, a dog, you know when a dog loves you. When they can fall asleep in your lap. And she does that pretty much all the time. Well, a little bit. I guess that's all I got to say. Let's go downstairs and see what mama doing, huh? All right, black family. That's all I got to say. Yeah, she is my best friend. She's something else, too. Just as cute as a button. That's my girl. Both of them are girls, but Lily's not a lab dog. She won't sit in your lap for nothing. But that's all right. She likes Rubby Rubby, too. She just doesn't want to sit in somebody's lap. That's all right. We got this one. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, you'll stay in someone's lap all day after they let you. Go downstairs and see what mama doing, huh? Black family, be safe out there. Get yourself together, smoke. Yeah. I'm back at home now. Eat candy. Did you ever eat some? There's some oh, one yeah. pack missing. Yeah. Today? I think, yeah, college the rest of One home. thing off today? Yeah. Well, then you could smoke. It was uneasy because I was gone. Well, that, that, was that, really that had gas. part of it. It was uh, part of it. I, it was hurting, babe. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you nothing hurting. I'm not saying that. But mm-hmm. I'm saying... Part of the reason is you was feeling uneasy and it cost a lot of shit because of me not being here. And then the gas was another ease. I didn't play with, play with a little bit. You want to play some lunch. But normally when I'm here, you come over there and get shook up and stuff. Look at this face. Look at the face. I got to get some good fine clippers and stuff. And I- <laughs> So that be Yeah, I'll go sit the fuck down somewhere. I feel like my back has to lock up. Uh feels like my back has to lock up. But I'm saying, though, you can um, be late or you can miss a day. I really don't want you to miss me because then you're going to be bored all day. Saturday. No game to watch, no nothing. Get that motherfucker good playing. (laughs) Shit, then you got to keep jumping around, see if I'm going to fuck with you.